Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. Good morning. Well, we continue with our meditation on the Divine Liturgies, particularly the Communion Hymn. And today we are going to be doing the Communion Hymn from Friday. And Friday is the day of the cross. So all the hymns that we would sing on Friday are focused on the crucifixion. And the Communion Hymn comes from Psalm 73, 74. Again, depending on the Masoretic or Septuagint numbering. And it is an interesting psalm because it's in three different parts. And the communion hymn comes from verse 12, which comes at the very beginning of the second part of the psalm. And it goes, Yet my God, my King, is from old, working salvation in the midst of the earth. The first part of this psalm is a lamentation because this is written in context of the destruction of the temple. The enemy has destroyed everything in the sanctuary. Your foes have roared in the midst of your holy place. They set your sanctuary on fire to the ground. They desecrated the dwelling place of your name. And this lamentation, of course, then goes into a section of doxology, remembering all of the things that God has done for his people throughout the ages. You did divide the sea by your might. You broke the heads of dragons in the waters. You crushed the heads of Leviathan. You cleaved open springs and brooks. So we're talking about the power of God and the fact that God has provided these things to his people throughout the ages, even in the midst of being abandoned. And the third part of this psalm, is a set of petitions. Remember this, O Lord, how the enemy scoffs, and impious people reviles thy name. Do not deliver the soul of your dove to the wild beasts. Do not forget the life of your poor forever. Have regard for your covenant, for the dark places of the land are full of the habitations of violence. Let not the downtrodden be put to shame. Let the poor and needy praise your name. Arise, O God, plead your cause. Remember how the impious scoff at you all the day. Do not forget the clamor of your foes, the uproar of your adversaries, which goes up continually. Now, we are supposed to see all of this, even though from an historical perspective, this is obviously about the Babylonian exile. It is obviously about the destruction of the first temple. We sing this in the liturgy. So we are supposed to read this and understand it from the perspective of Christ. In fact, when we sing verse 12 as a communion hymn, the church changes it. Rather than saying the first part of that verse, yet God my King is from old, we begin the communion hymn with, you work salvation in the midst of the earth, and we add on, O Christ our God, Alleluia. We are called to interpret this entire psalm in context of Christ. The first portion of this psalm, therefore, 
being about the temple is about Christ, because Christ is the temple that was torn down and he rebuilt in three days. The king from old that verse 12 refers to is Christ our God. And he has answered our petitions from the third section of this psalm, Arise, O God, because he has arisen from the dead. Now all of this helps us to understand both today's epistle reading and today's gospel reading. Because in the epistle reading, Paul, writing to the Galatians, and there's a controversy in that particular community with what are known as the Judaizers, people who preached that you needed to be circumcised before you could become a Christian. You had to be a Jew before you became a Christian. Paul disagrees with this. He says the law does not save us. Christ saves us. The law in this psalm is represented by the old temple, which now lays in ruin. It cannot save us. But the real temple, the incarnate God, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, does save us. And in the Gospel reading, our Lord tells us the parable of the rich man and Lazarus. And if you recall, the rich man is in torment, and he calls out to Abraham to send Lazarus to his brethren, to his family, to warn them about the misery that he is in so that they can avoid it. And Abraham responds, they have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. The Psalms are part of the law and of the prophets. They're the culmination and artistic expression of the law and of the prophets. This Psalm speaks about Christ speaks about the salvation that awaits all of humanity. Abraham goes on to say, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. And of course, Christ does rise from the dead. All of this, this whole exercise of the communion hymns, what is pointed out here in the gospel, what is pointed out by Paul in his epistle, is that scripture from beginning to end is one book, and that one book speaks to us about God and answers the question, who is God? And of course, God is Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And that second person, the Son, became a human being, went to the cross in order to give us his resurrection and eternal life. We are then to read all of Scripture from that lens. And the church tells us that today. This psalm, Psalm 73-74, a psalm which on its surface is simply about the Babylonian exile and the lamentations and hope that the people of God have in that exile. But it's really about Christ because Christ is the temple. And since this is sung at communion, when people are coming forward to partake of the body and blood of Christ, we are called to realize that that temple is our humanity. That in that moment, when we partake of his body and his blood, we become that temple. And in that moment, these petitions are fulfilled. That he has remembered how our enemy has mocked us. And that enemy is death. 
and he has arisen in order to defeat that enemy, in order to give us eternal life, in order for us to be able to look in the face of death and be not afraid. And so, as Orthodox Christians, it is our calling to go in the world where death still has dominion, where people still fear it, people still worry about it, the billions of dollars every year our culture spends on trying to avoid getting old, the millions of dollars spent every year of hiding away our elderly in retirement homes so that we do not have to look into the face of death, we are called to go out there and boldly proclaim that death has been trampled upon by Christ, that the temple of God is right here, right now, that we have been given that eternal life, that we do not need to fear it anymore because Christ has risen from the dead. Christ has answered the call. He has defeated the ultimate enemy of humankind, death itself. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever, and to the ages of ages.